Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. Joining me today are Chris Lilly and Alicia Davis, both with ESFM USA, the Self-Performing Integrated Facilities Management Division of Compass Group, the world's largest facilities and food services provider. They're here to talk with us about the power of synergy, delivering efficiency and agility through integrated technology solutions. Chris is Senior Vice President for Technology. Since joining ESFM's parent company, Compass Group, in 2001, he has served in technology leadership roles, supporting vending, analytics, corporate technology solutions, and most recently, ESFM. Alicia is ESFM's Director of Client Engagement Technology. She has a broad range of knowledge and experience in implementing and improving technical strategies in support of business objectives. Thank you both for being here. So here's my first question. ESFM self-performs facilities management services in a variety of corporate real estate environments, from manufacturing to corporate headquarters to regulated lab spaces. Alicia, you work directly with the clients every day. What are they asking for when it comes to workplace technology and what do they want to accomplish? Hi, Tim. Our clients are very interested in accomplishing their goals in the most simplistic manner possible. They want to be able to engage with our operators and see that things are getting done within their workplace without a lot of trouble getting through to someone. They want to have the visibility to the information that is telling them what is going on within their organization. And they want to know that we're using our resources and spending their money wisely that we have the right people in the right place at the right time. And they want to know that our solution is going to get the job done for them. Sometimes they want capabilities that aren't necessarily part of our solution. What we do is we take the time to workshop with our clients and experience their environment. So we understand what their challenges are and what our platform can do to impact that. Now, like I said, sometimes it's not necessarily part of the solution that we can provide, we want to make sure that we're taking into account the technology that they already have available to them so that if that's something we can leverage to accomplish their goals, then we absolutely utilize that to accomplish their goals goals in the most effective and efficient manner possible. They want to know what is the latest and greatest technology? How much is it going to cost them? How quickly can we implement it? And How close is our platform to what they're expecting? And we want to make sure that what we're doing and what we're suggesting is going to align with the client's needs and their goals. Alicia, thank you. So speaking of the latest and greatest, there are a lot of products out there. It seems like it could be a challenge navigating all of these options and finding what's best for your operations. Yes, it absolutely can be. As I just mentioned, it's important to consider what your existing technology already is and what your goals are. We need to do a full assessment to know and understand what those variables are in order to make sure that we're implementing something that's going to be effective, not only cost effective, but also effective in managing the people, the process, and the technology. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you. So 
Chris, how did ESFM approach this this last challenge that Alicia was describing? Tim, thanks for asking. For starters, we like to keep it simple at ESFM and not to overcomplicate our solutions or, or make life difficult for our customers or our operators. When anything new comes out, whether it's people counting or if it's um, inspections and audits or any new technology that you want to leverage in your space, you have to look at your available options. The options generally fall into standalone, just run the thing on its own, or to do an integration. You're either passing data to that new platform or you're pulling data into the new platform. And I like to think about it as where does the core data that I need to run this effectively live um, and start there? And then how big is the problem that we're trying to solve? And if you look at any problems that you try to solve in life or in systems, they generally require multiple variables and they need to know a lot of information to make a good decision. And it can be something very simple. Like, so for Tim, for example, if you ask me if I want to have lunch today, if I only had the one variable, am I hungry? Then I might say, yeah, I'm hungry. I need to have lunch. But then if I'm trying to have lunch with you and you're in Colorado, where are you located, Tim? I see the uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Well, now I have a new variable, right? Distance. You're far away from me and I'm in Minnesota, so we're a long distance away. Um, and I might have dinner plans with someone else tonight and I don't want to be full for that. A lot of other variables come into play in making a good decision. And business systems are exactly the same way. So when you make a decision or how we made our decision is where does most of that data live? And can we make it as simple as possible and, and leverage what the topic is today, synergy, to create solutions that are simple for our operators, add value to our clients, um, and just work. Um, take data-driven cleaning as an example. Data-driven cleaning a lot of, is a hot topic right now where you use people counting sensors to trigger a cleaning activity. The people that pass through that space, just say, let's put a number out there arbitrarily, let's say it's 25 people. If 25 people enter this bathroom, trigger a cleaning activity. Well, there's a lot of more variables in that to make that, a, whether that's a good decision. You have to know when was the last time that was clean? What's the next schedule cleaning? What are the inspection store requirements? What's the time gap? What's the proximity to other locations? There are a lot of all other variables. So when you look at those types of solutions, you look at where does most of the data live? And when you look at data, you kind of got to categorize it. You have the master data that tells you the, the who, what, and where's. You have the metadata that tells you information about that master data, such as square footage and location and how it fits into the floor plan. You have fact data, which is you know historical and planned activities. You have your config data, which is like the 25 I mentioned earlier on the triggers. And then you have the actual variables, what's actually happening in that space. So when you're looking at trying to solve the data-driven cleaning uh, solution, most of the data that I mentioned is in your CMMS platform already. Um, if you're using that and, and tracking all your activities like that. And so you're just adding the variable data. So instead of going to a third party solution to solve the problem, I'd rather bring that variable data into my CMS platform where I can make a good decision and not be triggered off of just as simple, I hit 25, so send someone out. I can take in all of the other considerations and make sure that when I direct a member of the team to go clean that activity, it's it's well thought out and it's a good recommendation. Okay, cool. That makes sense. So, Chris, you just listed multiple data sets. How do you bring this information together? Generally, it's it's through integrations. If you look at your core CMMS, if you can leverage that to track and manage most of the activity of your space. So we're, we're talking about uh, cleaning history. Well, you can use your CMMS platform to track your cleaning history so you know the last time it was cleaned. 
Um, and then you have variable data, such as the people counting, the triggers. You can work through API with your partners to pull that in, and then you can lay your business logic on top of it. So it's not simply Boolean. It looks at uh, all of the different considerations. So I try to get as much information when it makes sense into the CMMS platform so I can lay business logic on top of it. If I have a solution that, that may be very standalone and all I really need out of that uh, to run that solution effectively is my master data so that I can align it later in reporting, uh, then I'll consider doing that. It's depending on the solution and the, and the business logic involved. And the, and the other thing to consider here is the output for most customers and for most senior leadership is going to be the analytics and reporting. And the more systems that you have kind of that are isolated, the more difficult it is to create meaningful content for them. Keeping the data in by API or building your own business logic within your core platform is a much simpler way to provide the deliverables you need for your clients and your senior leadership. Next question. This one for Alicia. Uh, going forward, how do you manage conversations uh, as priorities and needs change as they invariably will? The priorities and goals of the client are our priority. So looking at those goals, we want to make sure that the system is going to fit their needs. And we want to make sure that we're solving the problem with the tool that we have. We don't want to put a burden on our operators. And we want to make sure that the tools that they're using are efficient and that they have access to the data that they need. As Chris mentioned, having Data in isolated systems makes it very difficult to put that data together and make it into something useful to make business decisions. Okay, excellent. Alicia, thank you. And as we wrap up, I have two final questions, uh, one for each of you. So, uh, Alicia, what questions should corporate real estate clients be asking their providers to know they have a solution that leverages the power of synergy. So that's that's my question for you. And Chris, maybe you can be thinking about this one. What questions should they ask to determine if they need a new solution or if they can simply build on to what they have? So I'd be interested in your, your thoughts on those two points. Sure. So knowing if they're going to have a solution that leverages the power of synergy, some important questions to ask would be understanding how flexible the solution is and if it's going to be able to meet needs that don't necessarily exist today, or if it's going to be able to uh, bring a solution that isn't necessarily part of the existing solution today. The important part is to know how efficiently the solution can solve the problem it, with a tool that is already in place or may not necessarily be in place, but also um, utilizing the resources that we have to be as efficient as possible. Tim, on, on your question, what, what questions would I ask my providers? I like to ask a very simple question whenever I navigate through solutioning, and that's then what? So as you, if you're looking through and you're looking evaluating the process, the solution that you're evaluating is probably going to solve one problem very well, but that one problem is going to fit into an ecosystem of, of process, and that process has to be you know maintained, and it's got to be you know uh, maintain its integrity. So when you're looking through the, the solution and you're evaluating, it's continue to then what, how it impacts the next step of that process to see, does it create new problems for you by having the data for the system that you're, you're evaluating live outside of your core CMMS or not? So if you take uh, an example of, of inspections, when you're doing the inspection, you need to have context. So if you're inspecting a space for its cleanliness, 
wouldn't it be great if you knew the last time it was cleaned? And if there was an issue that was found while you were there, uh, are you able to um, create a work order in your CMS platform seamlessly so you can just act on it? Or do you, now are there any open work orders in that space? So for a solution that stands alone, that lets you evaluate your quality of your services being performed. Um, there's a lot of then what that comes through the process that you have to evaluate. If it's okay that it stands alone and it doesn't really impact or create manual work for you downstream, then that, that might work just fine. If, however, there are so many other steps to the process that could be supported through tighter integration, then I would either look to uh, my suppliers or my partners to perform that integration or take that business function and try to get into my core CMS. But the simple question is just always ask then what until you're done with the process and you understand the impact of the decision you're making to your ability to deliver services to your customer. Well, outstanding. That's a great way to wrap up our conversation this afternoon. Uh, Chris, thank you for that. So, Chris, Alicia, let me thank you again for uh, joining us and sharing these very helpful insights with Cornet Global. It's been fun uh, talking with you today. Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Tim. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.